one more, I got 69 touchdowns. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Only you know what I mean, baby. Jairus Bayard. Jairus Bayard. <laughs> First play you called out right today, Papa. Ooh, wee. Ice up, son. Ice up. I'm just about that action, boss. That's what she said. That's what she said! That's what she said. You play to win the game. <laughs> I like waking up to the smell of bacon. Sue me. Jason Quinton! My name's Green Dragon. I rolled a 15. I touched you with my broadsword. I want restitution! Giggity, giggity, giggity. Child, please, is a nice way of telling someone, you know, fuck you. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. What a fucking option, baby. Hello everybody, welcome to the Vault Studios NFL Podcast. I'm your host, James Arthur, and joining me, as always, I have, are you re-listening to the the drop? I have Darren Johnston, how are you buddy? Good thanks mate, happy to be here, excited that we're getting through our previews, which means football is around the corner. There's a football game, we're also joined there by... No, there wasn't. There, it was a game, it wasn't a quality game, but we're also joined by the voice of... Julian Ice Train Corbett. Thank you, James. But that is not football. Like, I just watched the highlight package then with DJ and I feel dirty. Went for three minutes. Mm. <laughs> and for an entire game, went for three minutes. They were scraping the bottom of the barrel for so called highlights. <laughs> Regan is lowlights. off to a hot start. Do like the shelf, by the way. The shine on the ball reminds me of the shine of Dan's head. Baby, come back. <laughs> uh, look, um, there was a football game. It wasn't great, I'll admit, but it was a game, so we'll talk about that today. Uh, obviously, let's get, let's get the housekeeping out of the way. You can follow us on all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Make sure you head over there and, uh, and subscribe because our videos all go up on YouTube now. Go to our Patreon, which is www.patreon.com forward slash The Vault Studio. Uh, we have a $1 a month and a $5 a month sign up. If you can afford it, it would really go a long way to helping the studio continue to grow. So we could, would appreciate it very much. And thank you as always to all our Patreon supporters. We do very much appreciate it. DJ being one of them. Number uh, one of them. Julian not. Uh, and No one to blame except for yourself. Hey, I took it back. Well, I didn't. <laughs> uh, and also thank you to Burnley Brewing we're all hopping into a delicious beer uh, could be a big announcement coming with Burnley in the next in the next couple of weeks so right, keep the lid on it no mate. I'm not keeping the lid on I'm, I'm te- it's a, called a tease Jules what you do in the, in the big leagues it's called a jinx mate if ever I heard it no not a jinx <laughs> Nothing. I don't, I don't believe in jinxes I don't like it when mummy and daddy fight <laughs> <laughs> Jules is mummy yes because he's Obviously. shorter <laughs> That's one of these more compassionate uh-huh. and caring, and he hugs better. Yeah, I can rock him to sleep. Boo-boo. That's true. You're That's too true. little to rock anyone to sleep now, <laughs> especially <laughs> DJ. <laughs> yes, that is very true. Uh, no, so spoon. Burnley Brewing, six forty eight Bridge Road, Richmond. Uh, if you're ever in Melbourne, Victoria, um, or you live here, get down there, have a beer, have a feed. You uh, you will not regret it. The food's outstanding, and the beer is absolutely delicious. So thank you guys for providing the beer tonight. We appreciate it. Also. U.S. Sports Cards Australia, thank you for your contribution. We had an award. We had a winner last week. Um, we're it wasn't waiting. Me. No, it wasn't. It was Paul Egan who sent us a message during the week, thanking us very much. And you're very welcome, Paul. Um, and also, 
we're waiting for a pack of cards to come. We're going to do a little bit of a giveaway for that as well. So that'll come probably next week. We're just waiting for uh, Ross to get out to me. So thanks to the boys over there. Head and join their group, US Sports Cards Australia. It is a Facebook group. Make sure you join it. Um, tonight we have, we'll hit the news. Bit of news going on, which is good. We'll quickly recap the game that was on Friday, which by quickly, I mean like a very minute. Very quickly. A minute. It was not very interesting, but it was football. So I watched it. Um, and then we've got our team previews. We're calling the great man R. Garraway live on the show. We are calling him to uh, to come on board and dis- discuss the Bucks. So, uh, hopefully, straight, straight from Europe. Richie's been in Europe for a while. He was in Europe for a couple of weeks. Yes, I do. Yeah, so he's going to be nice and refreshed and ready to talk football. I reckon. Yeah, well, I he's hope going so. to talk about the Bucks and smash his phone. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> what else would you talk about? For a Bucks fan, he literally hates the Bucks more than anyone oh, I know. No one hates the Bucks more than Richard Garraway. That's why he watches so much college. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, yeah, he does. He watches a lot of college. He loves his college football. I'm trying to get him to college, do a college podcast, but you know, he's busy with his life. He doesn't like football like we do. Bastard. Uh, but we'll call him in. We've also got, so yeah, NFC South. So Bucks, Saints, Panthers, and Falcons. So excited! I got the Panthers. DJ got the Saints. Jules got his his beloved uh, Falcons Matt with Matt Falcons. Ryan, responsible for one of my favourite Super Bowls ever. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Two thousand and seven. Was that the when year that Vic, doesn't go back? That was was two thousand and seven the year that the Patriots went undefeated in the regular season oh, and, and then lost to the Giants? In that's the, when that was. That's funny. I remember that year. <laughs> I don't know how. I remember it. Like Jules won't. If I was had, you, I'd be holding on to it too. He had a nasty. I am. He had a nasty tram incident that day. No, that was the. Was that the other? Was that when they beat you the second time? No, it was 2011. I fell out of a tram. <laughs> <laughs> the plastic surgery looks like it went well. Your boobs are nice and perky. Thank you. <laughs> now it's cold in here. Regan's commented on my beautiful new shelf. What do you guys think of my shelf? It's definitely a shelf. It's definitely a shelf. I screwed it in with three screws. You certainly screwed it. I've got a um, Richard could Sherman. Could we get some more JJ. cowboy stuff up there, do you think? There's two cowboys things. That's too, too many. A book <laughs> and a helmet. Well, bring in a mini helmet. You can have the Patriots up there. Okay, I will. I also have a Minnesota Vikings mini helmet. Yeah. It's down on the ship. Well, it's good to see that it's actually on camera. I like your Rangers mini helmet. The, the, the Rangers the, the, mini that, helmet. That's for being a coach for the girls team, yeah? I've got three of them, all from different things. <laughs> they're cool. Yeah, no, they're great. So I've got mine on my bar. Yeah, they're good. You can get them pr- like made for a team, so they're pretty cool. I should get a Vault Studio one made, like a little replica of that. But Makes sense. Uh, all right. Are you guys... Anything else we need to cover before we get into Dart Newsroom? No, not really. No, just I, delicious. Are we on Patreon, all that stuff? Yeah, yeah we got it. Uh, Burnley Brewing is delicious. Yep, we got it all. Uh, let's start with Michael Thomas, the New Orleans Saints wide receiver, signed a five-year, $100 million contract extension. It makes him the highest-paid wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, wasn't a big shock to myself. I could see Worth this it. coming. He's a superstar. He's No oh, one's yeah. been... No matter what you think of his skill set, no one's been more productive in their first three years in the NFL than Michael Thomas ever in the history of the NFL. So um, now you can say that's a sign of the NFL, but the big question mark on everyone is, will his production drop off without Drew Brees? Um, I think his production might, but that doesn't mean he's not a good player anymore. Um, oh, I think he's good enough that he can support a new QB. 100%. Transition. Yeah. 
Yep, I, I tend to agree with that. Uh, I think we're all in pretty strong agreements here on... Oh, I love Michael Thomas. I think Michael Thomas is a ball magnet. He goes after the ball in the air. Um, he has the highest catch percentage. He had the highest catches last year out of any receiver by an absolute mile. But also and, yards after the catch. Like and he's yeah, got yards after, on him he's as well. awesome. So he deserves this so much. And I'm so glad that he's now the top paid receiver in the NFL and some random no-named Beckham of some sort is the second most. Who's Beckham? Don't know. Is I he... think he can play soccer. Oh, the Giants wide receiver. He plays no, soccer. The Giants QB. The Giants QB, sorry. Yeah, they've got three good QBs there with Daniel Jones and Eli Manning. Um, are you really excited to see Daniel Jones play this week? Apparently, he's been just nailing it, passing at about 25% in seven on seven. So can't, can't wait. For 10 super yards, man. Start. Yeah, just, just check Killing downs. those hitches. Check Cannot downs wait. all day. Regan, uh, sorry, not Regan. Paul Egan, who's back. I haven't seen you for a couple of weeks, Paul, but you won the prize last week, so he's back in. He wants more of that good. Um, big time, long time follower, so thanks for tuning in. He's saying he's got a Steelers mini helmet. I said send it in. He said he can. So if you have a... T- my, my plan is eventually... I want to have one of every helmet in the NFL. I'm doing okay so far. I've got two. <laughs> and one's That's Dan's. pretty good. One's Dan's and he's not getting it back. I don't you care. You do like helmets. He's a cop now. Like He won't fight me. He'll be too scared. He'll shoot you. Um, Elliot said he's got a Gamecocks. Uh, look, I don't know if I want any college stuff in here yet, but if you've got NFL mini helmets and you want them on display, send them in. I'll put a sticker on, obviously, so it's yours. And at the end of the season, when we stop our live videos, I'll send it back to you if you Absolutely want it on display. Absolutely not send it back. No. <laughs> We're going to have 25 shelves in here. Nowhere no, to, nowhere to sit. Well, I can put like three shelves up like that. Like, I'm good oh, that's true. That's I true. have got enough shelves to fill this room with and shelves. And supposedly you're at one point in your life a carpenter, so you actually can put shelves up. Well, look, look at the deal you did here. Well done. These ones, I didn't even find a stud. I just used those uh, wall dog <laughs> oh, screws. Oh, that's no, no one lean on the shelf. anywhere. Can you no imagine? lean on the shelf. I really wanted that to fall down then just for the, just for the, for, for the, for the effect. Uh, okay, that's it. Let's get to... The, oh, I think we all agree, Michael Thomas, good signing. Quite yep. unsaints. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's get to the New England Patriots where Tom Brady has signed a two-year extension. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a $9 million pay rise, which brings him to $23 million a year, which is about uh, 12th best in the league right now. <laughs> so, uh, But the big thing in the contract is there right. are, there's a void at the end of this season that basically the contract's void at the end of this season, so it's March 13th next year or whatever it is, and he becomes an unrestricted free agent. Yep. Now, I don't want to entertain that he's going to become a free agent. I think it's so he can decide if he wants to play again next year. He can retire or sign another dummy deal. Yeah. Yep. I can't see him ever play. He won't ever play anywhere else. I couldn't It'd see that. It'd be silly happening. too. Just Why? the damage you do to his brand, it wouldn't be worth the money you get somewhere else. Where's he going to go? Tennessee for a year and suck it up? Mm, well, no, he can come to the Giants. If he was available this year, where would you send him? Giants. Probably Giants. Keeping in mind that he gets to make the decision too, so he has uh, to want to yeah, go probably there. Not, it's probably not the Giants. Probably not a reasonable decision. Jets, <laughs> but like only to start like Darnold can sit behind him for a year. That's my only thoughts. Like I'm trying to think who desperately... It would have Denver? To be Denver? Yeah. It would have to be someone that could have him and yeah, Denver again maybe. They'd have to go to the Super Bowl with him. Denver could definitely go Someone there. Someone for young QB, maybe Washington. Daskins. Yeah. Haskins behind him. I don't know if he, that's a good enough team. He wouldn't want to no. go there. No. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Miami. Philly and back like Carson Wentz injuries. Like. Miami, he can go live on the beach for a week. Well, yeah, Miami, again, I don't know if they're in a win-now position. Buffalo. You know what would be amazing? 
if you went to the 49ers and said, Jimmy, sit down. You're not ready. Oh, go to back up. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. Um, Jimmy yeah. probably accepted and go, yeah, okay. <laughs> sure, I'll take it I on. just got paid a gigantic Jimmy contract, like, mate. You mate, take it on. I'm just here to screw porn stars. I'm not all about this football business. That's it. And old porn stars, not new ones. <laughs> John Elliott, you can't have it anyway, but you can have some Ted's. He's still trying <laughs> to offload those Ted's. No one will ever want them. Paul, I'll, um, I'll send you a private message, bud, with, with my address. I'm not going to put it on the live stream. The seven people watching might just hunt me down. And Regan will know where I live then. That's a, that's a risk. That's I, a deal breaker. I love Regan, they'll know but it's where a, the, they'll it's know a where risk the I'm is. not willing to run. Once Regan gets fridges. that address, I'm never coming back to the studio. Yep, fair. Absolutely. I will. That'd be great. I'll come out and hang with Regan, but not to do the podcast. It'd just be tarnished from then on. Uh, I think there'd be a lot of beers. Let's get to the New York Jets. Ryan Khalil, who retired from the Panthers last year, uh, probably a guy who will be in the Hall of Very Good, not quite a Hall of Famer, but had a very good career at the Panthers. Retired. The Jets have coaxed him out of retirement. He was a free agent, so they, they could do whatever they want. And he is now a member of the New York Jets, which fills a huge hole for them at center. Uh, I know the Jets have just this history of being shit. Making really bad decisions. But I just like everything they're doing right now, and I can't help it. I'm... Go on. I might get on board. I might predict him for a wild card. I might. I might. Really? I might. I'm feeling throw it. Throw a few dollars on there? Not, no, not money. Just on this show. Like that's there's no ramifications to that. Uh, <laughs> I also have no money. <laughs> what's what's the thoughts? Now all my money's going to NFL trading cards now because apparently I'm addicted to it. That's I fair. The um the thoughts are that on paper, like everything the Jets do, like, oh yeah, that'll probably that'd be great. That'll probably work. But in reality, they're a dumpster fire and something bad will happen. Dumpster truck fire. Thank you dumpster very truck much. Fire. They can't afford the truck part. They're just a dumpster fire. If yeah, they can't afford it after It's actually not signs. even in a dumpster. It's just a fire that was in a dumpster that fell out when it got repossessed because they couldn't afford it's just the dumpster. A, it's a fire that can get sent around town. That's right. I like fires. I like lighting them, being a part of them, bon- bonfiring them, anything. Did I say lighting them? Yeah, yep. you did. I said it out loud, didn't I? <laughs> Yep, cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into Houston. And I just thought we'd have a quick discussion on Jadavian Clowney. Still not yeah, coming to okay. camp. Wants a new deal. Yep, he is, a, he is very good. Um, we saw Yannick Ngokwe, who was another holdout for the Jaguars. He returned. He just rocked back up. Well, he basically said, I want to play football. Mm-hmm. So, And I like that. This is, I didn't think he should ever have held out. I don't think it helps him in any way with no. any leverage. I, I don't think holding out is a legitimate leverage move. Uh, I really well, don't. Unless doesn't you're a quarterback. on him specifically. Yeah. So I, why would you hold out? I don't like, think okay, holding well, out We'll helps. just get another dude that does what you do. You just go, play hard. You either get the team to give you the deal by playing hard and training hard or a team in free agency will be give you big money. That's the bottom line. Yeah, like, exactly that's what right. you do. Not playing... If anyone's learned anything from Le'Veon Bell, not playing means does nothing for you. So, yeah. yeah, well, he lost a bunch um, of money. But my th- this is a bit of a jab at the Texans. They have the most salary cap in the league. Why don't you sign this guy? What have you got coming up that's going to hurt are you? Are they negotiating... Hopkins is signed? Yeah, that's true. Are they, are they negotiating, though, like aspects of the contract? Or I don't know. Literally there's, no, there's, there's, we don't know. There's, there's no information on it. Because it might have If it was aspects of the forth. contract, he would be training. He's not He's not there, so it's still money. I don't right? know. It's still it's, dollars. It's still, they still see it as leverage. Yeah, but it's... Yeah, I think I think they're nowhere close. And I, I think they're, it's all egos at the Texans. I really don't like them. Yeah, I'm. I'm going. I, I liked Bill O'Brien, but I'm really getting off him. I don't. You've got the money. Spend it. Yeah. You've got cap money. You're like, why do you not want this guy in your camp? And it's not like he 
has done anything to... No, and we live in a world of non-guaranteed contracts. It's the same situation with the Cowboys. Sign all three of the motherfuckers. You don't... It doesn't matter. Sign them to a three-year deal in three years... Like, three-year guaranteed deal. In three years' time, if it's not working, cut them. They're going to be there. Elliot, Cooper, and Prescott, and, and Clowney, and Ngokwe, they're all going to be there in three years' time. They're all going to be playing I do, at, at I a good level I do imagine that all they are done. just negotiating little dots on their contract. Has to be, because there's no other reason why they wouldn't be. So, Horsey just gave some info reports saying Clowney will report in the third preseason game against the Cowboys. So, we'll see. They've, they've, got, to get, they've got to give him some money. Though. They've got to get the deal done. They've got the cap. Freaking spend it. I don't understand yeah, it. sign him. We're, we're in... The current climate where all of these other DN slash linebackers are getting paid gigantic contracts, even though they're really not worth it, like a CJ Mosley, etc. Pay him. Um, pay, him. Yep. pay a guy who's an absolute freak. I agree. Just and do it. The rumors are actually coming out of Houston now that they're in the running for Melvin Gordon. They waived Donta Foreman, who was their backup running back to yeah. today, this morning. He got picked up by the Colts. He got picked up already. And they are, and I don't think like, he might not have been super talented, but he had an Achilles tear in his first year as well. So he's coming back from that. He but was good from the snaps that he got. Yes. But he, yeah, Achilles yeah. tear is no... And they've only got Lamar Miller there and Melvin Gordon's like the rich, better rich Lamar man's Miller. Lamar Miller. I could easily say that. Tra- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's much better. Yeah. And then yeah. they could also put Lamar Miller in that trade back mm, to... The charges and it gives them an, another okay guy to join that group. I, I, I could say. Would that you like a backfield with Eckler and Lamar Miller? Yeah, I'd prefer that than having not no Melvin Gordon and just Eckler. Well, but that's fair. That's what that's my thoughts. And they, apparently they offered Melvin Gordon ten million a year, and he said no, not enough. Didn't the Chargers draft someone else as well? They they yeah, drafted a, a running back round. who's looking the good, like Johnson or. Something. I mean, that's racist for that to be the name that I'm guessing, but... I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, not, something. it's not racist. A lot of black guys have the name Johnson. That's not racist at all. My last name's Johnson, too. You're Johnston. And Stone. Julian's is Ice Train. T for terrific and E for excellent, don't forget. Johnstone. See? You won't forget that mm-hmm. now, will you? Nah, uh-uh. uh, all right, let's uh, get out of Jamie Clowney, but... Sorry. <laughs> but just pay him and shut Texans, up. fucking pay him. He's a good football player. He's yeah. a great football player. Uh, Pat's signed wide receiver Cam Meredith. Had a couple of, had a good year a few years ago and got hurt. I can't remember what team it was for. It Chicago. Wasn't. Chicago, that's right. And then went to the Saints last year. Struggled to come back from the injury. I think, to me, this isn't about the player. It's showing the Patriots are a little bit desperate for a receiver right now. Yep. Yeah. They've also got uh, DT as well. Demarius yeah, who's Thomas. coming Demarius off an Achilles tear. Injured. Um, apparently, Nikhil Harry has not looked good, which... It, it's so they picked camp. up. I'm in, not one of those guys. So they picked up like Inman. Sucks. They picked up DT. Yep. Uh, all the trash. Second, yeah, if all the trash. It's like it's like they've got community service or something like that. You got to pick up all the trash. Oh, Regan, <laughs> clip it, boy. <laughs> That's a line. No. Um, <laughs> I hurt my hand. Yeah, good. I can see that. I don't know why I smacked the table like that. <laughs> Poor table. I'm a fool. Yeah, no. All this is is trying these guys out, and if they're not worth anything, they'll drop them at the start of the year. Yeah, and they'll like go back to work in petrol left. stations. Yeah, look, it's, yeah, it's, we'll go back to terrible. Walmart and pick up whatever Greed is working at the front door, and he can be <laughs> Julian Herman's replacement. And still nothing out of Josh Gordon. He's he's applied for reinstatement, so we'll say, oh, I surely he can't. He won't play this year. Maybe why Could, not? Goodell will destroy his hopes and dreams, won't he? No, Maybe he's, we'll recovering, he's recovering, and he didn't bash any women because oh, mental health. Well, <laughs> doesn't matter if you bash women or children; you don't get suspended for that. 
Well, if you do, it's only half a year. Trigger, but if you, trigger. But if you smoke marijuana, then sorry, you're out. Um, my, my triggers are going off. Let's move on to Phil Dawson, last part of the so news. So Tyreek Hill. No! Stop banging. The shelf might fall down. Not guilty is not guilty. <laughs> uh, um, Phil Dawson retires after 21 years in the NFL. Kicker. Been on a bunch of teams. I just I don't want to go in depth on kickers, but it's just it's 20, been a good 21 kicker. years in the NFL is insane. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah. He's been a bloody good kicker. Pretty cool, if you ask me. Yeah. Oh, so we should have had the lone, lonesome kicker as our exit music. I, I don't know. Is that a song? Yeah, Adam Sandler. You brought this up a few times. Just Every oh, week he brings it up. Hold on. Talk talk amongst yourselves about, about old Philly Dorse. <laughs> <laughs> so, kickers. Like, and saying that, though, kickers have become more important in the past few years since the 15-yard um, extra points and the percentages dropping of actually getting this kicked. Back, what, 10 years ago, and for history, it would have been like a 95 to 99% kick rate for extra points. And this past year alone, there's like... 25% misses. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, that's not the distance, that's the pressure. <laughs> oh, 15 yards, you reckon? Regan. Sorry, I've got to, I've got to... Can Brady just leave the NFL alone? I do not promote bullying and that's what he's doing with this extension. <laughs> <laughs> we also don't condone macking on with your sons, but Tom Brady still does that, if you know what I mean. If you I don't know what I mean, I Tom can, Brady tongued his son once. He didn't tongue him, he just <laughs> lingered. He also tried it was to, definitely a wedding. He tried kiss. to kill his daughter last week as well. No. It was definitely a wedding. He just kiss, no pussies. tongue, but you know that you love each other. <laughs> yes. Okay. Dawson, congratulations on a terrific career. Well Let's get to the Hall of Fame game takeaways. And there you go. Moving on. Uh, no, a couple of things. <laughs> Kurt Benkert, Benkert played absolute terrific. I thought he was outstanding. Made some Third really big for the time throws. No, for the Falcons. Falcons. So sorry. you've got obviously the Falcons have got Flacco who didn't play. Then they Broncos. have sorry. What? Yeah, we're all I? both getting confused. So with the uh, Falcons, they've got Matt you've got Ryan. Matt Ryan, number three quarterback in the league, according yeah. to Ice Train. Um, you've got I love calling I you Ice Train. Matt Schwab. You've got <laughs> Matt Schwab, who's been around for so long, like it's unbelievable. He's definitely a uh, old campaigner. You had a couple of few really good years for the Texans back in the day as well. Uh, and then they've got Benkart, who I think he's going to take Schwab's spot if he. If I this is anything so. to, to go off, he looked outstanding. He played really well. Um, against. On the fl- against backup. Uh, but he's a, he's a backup. Yeah. So, uh, also, Adam Gotzis made the first play of the game, and then they were just like, okay, off you get, Adam. You don't need to play anymore. He's nice, looking nice. good, Gotzis. Fit as fuck. Yeah, he's looking nice. very good. Con- contract year, man. He's going he's, he's gonna to go. He's going to go this and year. And D-Lyman do tend to get better. Yeah. Yep. They do because they tend to get into a. Do good, you know why? You know, program, it's the same so with more confident. It's the same with linemen, like offensive and defense linemen. They're in an NFL lifting program, so they get stronger. That's exactly every year. right. And it's a really fucking hard position to play. Like it takes time to actually get used to playing defensive and offensive yeah. line in the NFL. And there's it's a big hard. difference between college and NFL style. One hundred percent defensive linemen and offensive linemen because not uh, now you're not going against seventy five percent of the year. You're not going against like a, a lower rated offensive tackle. The only time you ever go against an, a low-rated tackle is when you play Eric Flowers. Like, that's it. <laughs> the rest of them are all really difficult. Eric Flowers is the gift that keeps on giving. I'm just glad we got rid of him. Uh, okay, the other, the, the other thing is... You got rid of? That's the only one where I was like, woo All the rest of them like, oh. Could have you guys drafted Aaron Donald? No, he was a couple of years after that. Aaron Donald was Zach Martin's year. We drafted JPP and then he blew his hand off and we lost him. Gave you a few good years. He was part of two. He also gave us a couple of good fingers. 
I think he gave them away to everyone. They're God's fingers now. Um, <laughs> on a negative note for the Broncos, Drew Locke. I don't want to say he looked terrible. He looked young and inexperienced. He looked terrified and did he looked shell shocked. Yeah, he yeah. looked. He looked like he was twelve years old. His very first pass of the game was quark, it was, quark, quark, it was quark, basically quark. a duck that was seven meters past. Or sorry, seven yards past the open receiver. Like, for any decent quarterback across high school, college, or NFL, should have easily been able to make it. It was literally put it in front of a receiver running straight. Yep. Um, and after that, that first pass, I went, oh, that's not good. <laughs> Look, no. Let's just hope that for him, it was he was just shell-shocked and he just needs a bit of time to develop. He's got the man that is in his prime Flacco to play behind, so he's got a year or two. I'm, yeah. I'm finding Denver very hard to assess as well, to be honest. They've got talent in a lot of positions, but I just, I don't know. If, if Flacco can be good, I think they can be quite good. I, I really yeah. think they've got some A healthy Emmanuel pieces. Sanders will make a big difference in that team. Yeah, who looked great running routes at practice the other week. He looks like he's back. And they've got some guys. Sutton's a really good young receiver. Um, they've got, like, they got good running backs. Three running backs. Yeah, I, I just think they, they signed... Um, they were talking about last week uh, that Theo Riddick, they signed him now as another so it's good, good back so they've to the got group. Freeman, Sutton, Lindsay. And they got rid Muhammad. of Booker, didn't they? Hey? They got rid of Booker? Yeah. Yeah, he's gone. He's out in the ether somewhere. Yeah, he was gone a couple of years ago, I believe. Uh, no, I don't think he was. No, he was there last year. He just didn't do anything. He's behind two rookies. Oh, is that the case? Yeah. And DJ, I think you had one guy you wanted to mention. I'm going to make you pronounce his name uh, Khalifa Muhammad. Khalifani Muhammad. Good effort, though. I'm proud of you. pretty close. You were practicing in the mirror before. Obviously. That wasn't a name, though. (laughs) That was with my shirt off. (laughs) You are the best analyst in here. (laughs) (laughs) Khalifi Muhammad. Uh, He looked good. Had a a, a few good runs. Oh, yeah. He looked really good. He looked very explosive through the pocket. He looked very decisive on his cuts. Um, Thought he was all right. Be cool. Nicola's watching. He was also out of... Be cool, um, Be cool. Is it the University of California he was playing for? Yep. Uh, so he looked pretty good. I was going to say yes. It was, I think he was a like, sixth-round draft pick. With running backs, though, you never know when it comes to the draft. Running backs are so undervalued in the league, and same with, with the draft. So, yep, you could have, he could have been a second-round pick in, a, in, a, in the earlier years of football. Uh, okay, that's it for the Hall of Fame game, I think. That's enough. Um, as I said, it wasn't a great football game. If that was the first football game ever watched, I feel sorry for you. But the, the preseason... It'll start fully every team this Friday and then Monday and Tuesday. I think just Monday. There's no Tuesday, no Monday night games in, no. in the preseason. But the game you want to watch, if you want to watch any of them, is week three. Because basically the whole first half is every starter that's available will play as like a curtain riser. Do not watch week four of the preseason. It's worse than week one. It's disgusting. It's like guys that are just about to get cut. Unless much. you're watching Hard Knocks and you want to see how your fringe guys go, that's about the only reason why. Thank you for mentioning Hard Knocks. That comes out on the 8th. So I think it'll be Friday our time, Thursday. Yeah, so Friday our time. So look for that. If you've got Game Pass, it comes out a couple of days later on Game Pass, which is annoying. But I think, is there a way to watch it straight away? And it's Not legally. Not legally. Not legally. So it's, I'm going to do that, but I'm not going to tell you how because it's not legal. And I don't do And we will things. be doing a Hard Knocks show, but it will yes. be at the end of the five episodes. So we'll be doing a summary of show all. of it all. In Obviously, the one we'll, session. we'll have a quick chat about it on the yeah. show every week as well in, in here. And we'll be doing an official Hard Knocks segment on it uh, at the end of the five weeks prior to the first week, of the, week yep. of the season. Also, the new Madden came out and it's fucking shit. I don't That's mind a surprise. It. It's the worst Madden I've ever played. And I've played them for what's 
how long far away from we from 2002? 17 years. I played it for 17 years. This is the worst Madden I've ever played. 2002 won. Madden was really good. That's true. That's what I got. 2004 was got, the best. That was with my Michael first year Vick. Of playing. You could just spin move around everyone. Michael Vick was yeah, like you the want, cheat you code. ran the wishbone option. Yeah, it was the best. And just dominated. Yeah. That year I was playing Tiger Woods. 2004, so I didn't get into Madden. You're more of a golf guy. That, that makes not, sense. Sure, people not a always professional need golfer golf. now. I choose not to golf. Yeah, cool. actually, I'll agree. Cool, cool, I, I choose. Cool, 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 I choose cool, not to cool, golf cool, too. Cool, 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 cool. I wish I could play golf. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. All right. Without further ado, see what I did. I said, all right. Further ado. I'm well learning. done. I'm you're, you're growing up. I'm smart now. I love it when our boy grows up. Thanks. So proud. Thanks, dads. Uh, let's call third dad, Ricardo. Uh, let's see. So I haven't done this before. This is our first live. We are live call calling Shard Garroway. I need a. Oh, it's ringing. We can hear it. I can hear it. Can anyone on the thing let me know if you can't hear this ringing? Hello. Seems he's not answering. Maybe the Ringing, baby's no uh, not feeling well. Hold on. Richard, you're live on the air. Sorry, gents. How you doing? Hey, there he is. Shard. How are you, my man? How you going, Papa? Going well, boys. How are you? Yeah, Very well. good. Nice to hear your uh, velvety tones, mate. Cool, cool, Richard. Good, Way good, to respond good, to DJ. Good, 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 uh, good. Can you can you hear us all right, Rich? Yeah, I can hear you fine, mate. Beautiful. Well, we won't keep you long, mate. We'll get you on. Obviously, it's the Bucks who are your favourite team. Let's have a quick chat about everything Buccaneers. So, um, how? Boo. Jesus, Julian. Julian's being an absolute such a hater fools. I know he's. <laughs> He's, He's always so negative about everything. I don't understand where he gets it. I know. I find this very. I know rich. someone had to take my spot on the podcast of being negative and nasty, but <laughs> Jesus. Right. See, Richard, see when I used to tell you how bad I a knew. look it was. That's what I meant. It's a bad look. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's quickly run through some additions and some losses. They added Indama Kansu, the D tackle, Shaquille Barrett, the arts outside linebacker. Rashad Perryman, the wide receiver. Dion Buchanan, the linebacker. Kentrell Bryce, the safety. They lost. Deshaun Jackson, the wide receiver. Quan Alexander, the linebacker. Adam Humphreys, wide receiver. The Amish rifle at quarterback. Gerald McCoy, the D-tackle. And Vinnie Curry, the D-tackle. They took Devin White with the fifth pick in the draft. Um, they took Sean Murphy. Sean Murphy bunting the cornerback out of Central Michigan in the second round. And the third round, they took... Jam- Jamil Dean, the corner, and Mike Edwards, the safety out of Auburn and Kentucky. Um, Rich, who do you like there in terms of additions? Obviously, Sue's the big name on the list. Yeah, if you're going to talk free agents first, I think he's actually really the only one worth talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's an impact player. I mean, he's probably, what do you reckon, oh, 10th in the league at, at that position, somewhere yep. around there probably. Um, it's kind of a one-in-one-out with Gerald McCoy, really. Yeah, I would have been more excited if they'd added Sue and managed to work out how to keep McCoy rather than one-in-one-out. Yeah, but you've got 
Vita Vey, who they really like. Also, they're switching to a 3-4 this year, which is... Um, That'll suit um, Sue and his style much better too. Yeah, and it also suits Vita Vey, the no- who's a, a genuine nose tackle, so he's going to fill into that role. You don't like the Buchanan edition? I don't dislike it. Um, I guess the biggest thing for me is it's such a... And we talk about this... I remember we talked about when the Bears did it. Anytime you make that major change to your front, yeah, it's usually not going to go well in that first year, year and a half. Yep. You've got a lot of personnel from the old system. Guys have to learn something that's totally new. Some might have played in it in college, but most wouldn't have because the way they draft these days, you, know, you draft for your system as much as anything else. So, um, look, I like the addition. If you can, as a good player, um, you, you know, I'd rather have him than not have him. Yep. Um, but overall, I mean, if we're talking about the defense, my biggest concern is still the secondary. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know we added... Yeah, it's blinding um, the isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I know we added Sean Bunting through the draft, which is um, a good addition, but I feel like a broken record, Jay. Ever since we started this podcast, I feel like I've been talking about the Buccaneers secondary and how much it sucks. At least you don't have Chris Conti there anymore, on a bright note. <laughs> yeah. The, the small mercies. Things do make you happy and... You just wake up in the morning and think to yourself, oh, I've got to go to work and I've got to do this. But Chris Conti's not on my football team anymore. It's <laughs> helpful. He might come back, mate. I wouldn't. Let's get in. What do you like about the, the Bucks? Um, look, I think if you're going to look anywhere at the Bucks and point to it and say, well, there's a shining light, it, it has to be the skill positions on offense. Um, I'm not particularly happy with. Um, the loss of Adam Humphreys. I actually think he's really underrated. Um, Deshaun Jackson, yeah, see you later, mate. That, got no concerns about that whatsoever. I think he was a massive distraction, mm-hmm. um, a massive pain in the ass, and I'm, and I'm glad he's gone. Um, Fitzmagic basically look- kept his, his uh, vibe alive by just throwing ridiculous deep balls, and he happened to be under them. But after he moved out, Deshaun Jackson was once again a petulant child, in my opinion. Couldn't agree more, and I couldn't be happy to see the back of him. Yep. Um, I think Evans um, is ex- is a very, very good receiver. Um, but I think the most underrated player in that offense is Goodwin. Um, he'll start opposite him. I think he's an exceptional player and could go on to be anything. And then they've got two really good tight ends. I think Pro Football Focus rated OJ Howard as the best tight end in the game. Not quite sure how they got to that. But um, he's still very good. Blocking um, um, yards after catch and percentage of targets caught, I think. Well, he's, his receiving rating was 90 yeah, out, it was, of, it was out massive. of 100, which yeah. is huge. Yeah. And his blocking was good, like 60 is pretty he's good. He's really exciting. If he didn't get yeah. injured last year, like he still was going up and up. He looked really good. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. And I think um, Bright's not in his class, but um, he's a different you're the style. tight end, you don't have to be. Yeah, he's a different yeah. style of player, and they're a good complement to each other. And I think you're going to see a ton of 22 personnel this year with with the two tight ends, Mike Evans and Goodwin. And I I got to agree with you, Rich. I think Goodwin is up for a big year. I've got a lot of time for him. I think he's going to be very very good. Yeah, he'll be he'll be a sneaky pick in your draft, yep. in your draft parties. You know, you'll, probably you'll, not our draft well, party. He'll be pretty early for us. I reckon. Uh, be long Lewis, gone ours, but... <laughs> Louis G of the Fantasy Football Podcast is in love with Chris Goodwin. He even wrote an article on him for his uh, fantasy football factory. So very high on him. Yeah, well, I hope they keep that on the low, low. Um, <laughs> so I think that's probably the most impressive 
um, part of the Bucks. Of course, the biggest concern is the man throwing it to him, Winston. Now, is this, this is this what you don't like? No, I don't like the O line in the secondary. Um, Winston's fine. <laughs> he's a he's he's the number fifteen to twenty quarterback in the league, yep. and I think that's what he's destined to be for his entire career. And if you put good things around him, he'll go up to tenth. And when bad things are around him, he'll go down as low as twenty fifth. Yep, that's about right. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. There, he's um he's certainly not the problem, but he's in a contract year, so. I just feel like there's there's a chance Winston could just come out. I, I don't know if it'll lead to great team success, but there's a chance he could put up big numbers this year with the offensive personnel he's got around him. They could put up some some big, big numbers, I think. He's going to have to learn how to run properly on the run, though. It's like throw properly on the run. Yeah. Yeah, I think we obviously Bruce Arians coming in is going to completely change that offense. And I think we've seen what he can do with... Yeah, some pretty handy skilled players in different places, like um, you know when he was in Arizona and the Colts before that. So I think if anyone can get the most out of Winston, it will be Bruce Arians. Um, but that being said, it's not a great O line, and when you're running for your life half the time, yeah, it makes the it five tough. receivers. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's special. Like I don't hate the offensive line in terms of you know overall talent. They've got a couple of okay players. I really like um, Marpet. I think he's a solid player. I like Ryan Jensen. I don't love him, but I like him. He's paid way too much, but he's a good he's a good solid player. Um, but then you look past that, their tackles, Demar Dotson, Donovan Smith. Donovan Smith is they've been hanging on to this guy for way too long, and he's a big issue. And Demar Dotson's a thirty two year old average tackle. You know, like he's nothing special, um, and they really didn't do a lot this season to improve it at all and that's a problem when you've got mediocre running backs and then a mediocre offensive line it doesn't normally lead to great production running the ball no no which is why i would think you know once again just pointing back to fantasy i wouldn't want any tampa bay running back but give give me all the skilled guys because i think (laughs) i think we'll be throwing it around like it's a, a a college game and taking lots of pot shots late in the game i'd imagine Next, we're trailing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Winston's stat, Winston stat line all year, this is going to be it. It's yep. going to be 24 of 38 for 310, two touchdowns, three picks, one fumble. But that'll be the 25, stat line 25 scramble yards. He's going, to be, he's going to be the Blake Bortles of three years ago. He's just going to junk time up some good stats, get 35 touchdowns. Everyone's going to think this guy's a gun. He'll get paid big, and then he'll let us all down a couple of years later. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a script. <laughs> and Regan's put, got a comment for you, Rich. Winston is 100% accurate on non-consensual gropes with drivers. <laughs> <laughs> and crab legs. And crab, crab legs. legs. Don't pay for those crab legs. Um, what's your biggest question mark, mate? Um, oh, I mean, we've just talked about Winston, but that I think that has to be it. The NFL is a quarterback league. Yep. There's a dirty, grabby question mark over Winston's head. Yeah, fair enough. Bloody oath. Yep. All right, and give me your offensive MVP. I'm going to say Goodwin. Everyone yeah, will get yeah. the attention. Yep. So I think Goodwin will, will have an exceptional season. Yeah, like a, a, breakout, a breakout sort of year? Yeah, 100%. And your defensive? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm really tempted to go off the board here. Mm-hmm. And and say Devin White. Oh, I'm so happy you said yeah. that. 
And and I also think he's going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Yep. Yeah, he looks awesome. He's uh, he is the perfect linebacker to slot into that system next to. And also, he's next to Levante David, so he's going to learn a little bit from a very very quality linebacker. And they've got whether you love Sue or not, they've got big bodies Sue, Vaya, and Allen, who they got over from the Chiefs this year. They've got some big bodies up front that can can stop some blockers and let a guy like Devin White just run around and make plays. So, yeah, I, 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 really, I like, like that call, Rich. Yeah, and I, I think if anyone wants to throw on some LSU tape and watch him running around, he he just loves to smack people. Yep. <laughs> like, he just likes to hit. He's that kind of guy. So he might last a few seasons until he doesn't remember his name, but those few seasons will be exciting to watch. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. All right, buddy. Well, that that's it for the Bucks preview mate we appreciate you jumping on uh the preview shows in a, in a few weeks so we'll have you back in the studio for that um but Looking forward to it. yeah thanks for jumping on mate as always and uh say hi to the family and we'll see you in the studio very soon but you haven't even seen the new studio yet so you got to get in here at some point it's really roomy yeah it looks roomy it is it is i put a shelf up today rich oh outstanding <laughs> yeah i did it three three screws i like oh look I don't want to say it's the best thing I've ever done, but like I've done a lot of cool things with screws and stuff. But um, like True. it's a pretty I've cool show. I've done two good, good things with screws. Good yeah. for about three weeks then. Yep. Yeah. No weight. Do not put weight on it. I'm actually want, I'm actually just constantly putting weight on it because I want it to fall down live on the show because I think that could go viral and that's what I'm all about these days: getting viral. <laughs> I got a viral infection not too long ago. <laughs> this is getting not where it needs to get. Rich, we'll let you go, buddy. We can hear Hadley in the background. Thanks for jumping on, and we'll talk to you soon. Nice having a chat, mate. There we go. How good did that work? Good, right. yeah, oh, and good timing too. Because gross <laughs> children quite getting upset in the background. Jules, you have more children than any of us, so I know how gross they are. <laughs> Baz could have the Von Trapp family singers. That's right. That's from that's from um, the sound of music. It is. Thank you. Yeah, I'm all about High School Musical. I'm a cool dad. I know all the dance moves to it. But Sound of Music is where it all began. And I reckon your life partner, Nicola, would be very into the Sound it's of Music. It's got my two favourite things. Chicks who sing and Nazis. So <laughs> I swear you were going to go with nuns then. So, But I was completely <laughs> completely wrong. I don't know if you yeah. can say that. Has anyone watched the new Last Chance You season four? No. no. I'm saving it so until it's done. He gets, fi- oh, anyway, he gets fired in the end for calling, saying, telling to someone he's not their Hitler. I what a it. jerk. <laughs> Yeah, you are a jerk. Look, as that have came you, out Have you read Harry Potter yet? No, I never read it. Well, Dumbledore dies in the seventh book. Oh, no, you've ruined it for me, you bastard. Actually, it's, Damn it's, it, now it's, we're even. It's the only, thing, have to watch it's it. the only thing I think of. Well, he's ruin. never going to read it. But well, when he watches true. it with his daughters... No, I've read, ha- I've read all the Harry Potters. I tell you, I'm a cool dad. You're okay? not a cool dad. I know all the dance moves to High School Musical, Frozen. I know Single Ladies... I'm Do you know what the cool. problem with Frozen is? It's the, de- the boys are Insert real jerk. Insert junk time to jerk. talk about our amazing the parenting girls, skills. The, the sister's a bitch. We're already the junk time. Carpet time. <laughs> oh, it's Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that anymore. the girls in Frozen are, are not nice girls? Yeah, the and sister's a idiot. total P- PSA. Yeah. And she just goes, I don't like the guy you like with, so I'm just going to burn this whole, I will freeze this whole place and crack the shits until you do what I want you to do. Then everyone will be okay. It's a terrible message for children. Yeah. I feel like we need to have a separate podcast where we can talk about your parenting woes around child movies. Because I love child movies. They're fun. (laughs) Right. 
J.A. has read the picture book version of Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, and Dumbledore <laughs> dies, so I knew. Regan, uh, you are the picture book version of Harry Potter. Regan is everything I want to be and more. I want to okay. move to Queensland and be with Regan forever. Regan, can, God, can I be your really warm can I be Queensland. your second wife? Can I just move there and just have you hold me every night? I reckon you'd be so gentle and loving and tender. Wow. But then, yeah. but, but then when it's... Unfortunately, but, but then when it's, to your body anymore, but he'll be yeah. gentle with it. And then when it's go time, it's like... He's there. Like, boom, power. Yeah, I like him. He's playing football this year as well. Really. I, I saw, saw his display pictures him holding a football. So, so he's obviously not a lineman then because we don't hold the football. Regan, maybe I'll come up and play a couple of games. Let me know who you play for. All right, let's get to the rest of the NFC South. Yeah. Jules, the NFC South. Oh, the AFC. Um, <laughs> let's, the Colts. Let's start with the Nolans. Nolan Saints, which Nolan is our Saints. great man, Darren Johnson. They added centre guard Nick Easton, D-tackle Malcolm Brown, running back DJ's favourite Latavius Murray, D-tackle Mario Edwards Jr., cornerback Marcus Sherrills, tight end Jared Cook. Great signing. Um, Great signing. They lost D-end Alex Okafor, running back Mark Ingram, wide receiver Tommy Lee Lewis, D-tackle Tyler Davison, tight end Benjamin Watson, safety Kurt Coleman, wide receiver Des Bryant, <laughs> massive loss. He didn't play. They played one snap at training. Uh, linebacker Manti Teo and center Max Unger, who retired. They drafted in the second round Eric McCoy. They didn't have a first round pick because they traded it for the D end last year. Eric McCoy, the center, who was the second highest rated center yep. in the draft. I thought that was a great pick. They then didn't pick till the fourth round where they took Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, the safety out of Florida. And then in the sixth, seventh, they, they won one pick in the sixth and two in the seventh, which was Saquon Hampton, the safety, Elise Mack, the tight end, and Caden Ellis, the linebacker. What additions and subtractions? What's, what's, what shines out for you here, dude? What stands well, out for you? obviously, I love Latavius Murray. I think that was... Uh, Actually, it means nothing to me at all. Latavius Murray come to the team. I guess Mark Ingram left. I think and they it's needed a solid someone. replacement because yeah, well, Latavius Murray was a decent back last year. Um, he's not overly oh. he's not overly talented. He was extremely productive. He was very productive though. Um, and I think that the Saints would know how to use him. Alvin Kamara, obviously, being the standout running back, he's yep. going to get all the touches. However, Latavius Murray will be able to give him a break if. There happened to be an injury to Kamara. Latavius Murray is a uh, is a serviceable back and can like take said, the goal line stuff. And can take goal line stuff. He's not going to you're not going to write home about him, unfortunately. But I think that he's a decent back. But he wouldn't be my highlight person of their ends. Um, I actually really like Mario Edwards Jr. from the mm. the uh, New York Giants. Is it the Raiders like yep. two years ago and the yep. Giants last year? Um, he's actually quite a serviceable D-tackle, um, rushing D-tackle. Um, and I think that he's just going to be a great addition onto that defensive front seven, uh, as which they already have a really powerful and potent front seven. I think that he just adds a lot of value there as well. Um, and then Jared Cook, the tight end. Look, one of my things that I'm going to talk about shortly is... I may as well just talk about it now. Um, I don't. What I don't like is the fact that they haven't had a decent tight end since Jimmy Graham. So back in, what was it, 2013, 2014, before Jimmy Graham left, they basically made a new name for what a receiving tight end was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They made tight ends all of a sudden downfield dangerous. And they he really just destroyed the league. I remember he was one of the highest, two, one of the two highest rated tight ends in our fantasy league at least. They are big um, shoes to fill though. Absolutely big shoes to fill. And they haven't been able to fill it since. 
their offense was built around a tight end system where Breeze re- used him downfield because it's obviously a mismatch. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't been able to use that since. And look, that's more what my biggest um, dislike is and has been for the past few years at the Saints is that they don't have that big tight end anymore. They're relying on their talented wide receivers and talented running backs, whereas they need to add something. And I don't know if Jared but Cook is that. I don't think he is. The only time he's looked good is when he's had... I mean, actually, now that I'm saying this out loud, it sounds stupid. I was going to say it's because he had Rodgers last year. But he's got Breeze now. So he could easily do what he did in Green Bay. Quite possibly. Like, the fingers crossed that he actually can. He's a decent tight end, Jared Cook. Um, however, I don't he's think... he's a plotter. He's, he's a plotter. He's a bigger, more solid tight end than Graham. Graham really was a receiving tight end. He couldn't block to save his life. Um, yeah, and, and that's why there was controversy every year whether or not he should be paying wide receiver money because that's all he was doing is basically playing wide receiver. Yeah, a wide receiver that's gigantic and can jump. Jared yeah. Jared Cook had an insanely good he had year a great year. he had a great with year but nine Rogers no, no with the Raiders no with the Raiders he oh, was with Barry Carr he was at Rogers he was at the Packers two in 2016 he left there and went that's to the Raiders and then they when they got Jimmy Graham that's right since going to the Raiders 2017 he had 54 receptions 688 yards two touchdowns and last year he went 68 for 896 and six touchdowns which was mm. really good an average catch of 13.2, which is very high for a tight end. He's been extremely productive throughout his entire career. Also, Derek Carr likes to throw downfield. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess, and that's the hard thing. Is I, Breeze was, is a, Breeze I didn't is think the Raiders should have got down. rid of him. No, Breeze is a great check down passer. He's yep. much like Brady. They're very smart. They make precise check down passes, and they normally use their tight ends quite well. However, I just don't see um, that at the moment, the Saints are running a system that's going to fit into a tight end, which they used to. And I think if they could utilize Cook, that would be awesome. It would be such an extra massive piece to that already potent offense. Absolutely. Um, But that's what I don't like. I don't like their tight end situation as of right now. And I don't like that Eli Apple is actually playing well after leaving the Giants. (laughs) Fuck you. They're all He's not playing well. He played well last year. He played okay. So compared to how he played at the Giants, he was outstanding. Yeah, it's like the difference between a backup and a Hall of Famer. That was the jump. But Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> how bad he was at the Giants. It's amazing just that people leave the Giants and become so successful almost immediately. Except for Eric Flowers. <laughs> you, you need Tom Coughlin back there, man. Yep, pretty much. Anyway, so that's what I don't like. What I like, obviously this is, should be pretty obvious, I like slash love Sean Payton. Who doesn't? Yeah. Uh, I think that last year... When he coaches year, the Cowboys next year, it's going to be great. Oh, mate, I think that the reason, one of the biggest um, reasons for success for the Saints has been their coaching. They've been excellently coached. They've been... Out, like, a lot of games they won this year, it was from coaching. Going mm-hmm. in from the first half to the second half with different schemes completely being um, implemented, different schemes week to week being implemented as well has been amazing to watch. He's such a smart, dynamic, um, adaptable coach, and you can see that the, all the players are playing for him. Um, and I think that him and Bree share a brain, really. Absolutely. So I think that while he is coaching there, that they, they are going to have success and they're going to make postseason. Beautiful. Um, it's, you did, did what you like, what you don't like. Biggest question? My biggest question is, last year they had a dominant defense and my question is, can they back it up? And yep. that's what my biggest question is because we've talked a lot about that teams that have a really dominant defense this year really, really struggle going back to back. And they do have, on paper, one of the best defenses in the league. And their last five or six games last year, they were rated so highly um, and they obviously just shut out teams. They were just so dominant. And I'm just wondering, can they do it again? 
Yeah, uh, look, it's it's a fair question. They've got a fair bit of talent on that defense. Like, I love Lattimore. I think he's an outstanding corner. Marcus Williams, they've got some good players. They're inside linebackers let him down a little bit, but Cameron Jordan, great pass rusher. Love they've got some him. good interior linemen. Um, um, Rankins really turned on last year late. So, they've got some pieces there. I think it's going to be... It's going to come down to a bit of coaching to see how well they go this year, I think. And the offense also gives them a lot, makes playing defense a lot easier because... They're on the field as often. Yeah, they run the ball very well and they score a lot, which means other offenses become one-dimensional pretty quickly, having to pass the ball to keep up. And that makes it much easier to... If you know a team has to pass every play, rushing and covering is a lot easier. It's also a lot easier playing defense when you're in front. 100%. 100%. The pressure just gets taken off you and you can actually play a smarter, scripted game. And you can play more aggressive because you know, you know what? We're two touchdowns up. If they get a, if we get burnt on one because we're blitzing and being aggressive, you know, we've got another one up our sleeve still. It changes the whole, whole dynamic of the game. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Offensive MVP. Oh, this, like, tough this one. guy, uh, for me, it was between two guys and this guy won it for me because he is just a dynamo and he's a multi dimensional player Alvin Kamara yep. yeah love Alvin him. Kamara is a multi-dimensional player from running back he takes games on himself he changes the outcome of the game off his own back he's a great um, pass catcher out of the backfield he's also a great downhill runner he makes really confident smart cuts and he's um, yards after contact is like on average four and a half yards um, which is absolutely ridiculous for running backs. Um, and I just think that he's going to put the team on his back. There's no Mark Ingram that's coming back from injury this year to steal any of his carries. So um, there's going to be no questions about who... What about your boyfriend? Uh, Latavius. I think they'll be going to use him when uh, Alvin Kamara's got lead po- oh, sorry, got leather poisoning. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, okay, uh, defense MVP. I think uh, anyone that's listened to me over the past, say, 10 weeks, going through our top 10s, etc., realise that I... Love nose tackles. It's going to be the nose tackle. <laughs> I love my defensive tackles. Um, it is not the nose tackle. However, it is Jordan Cameron. Cameron Jordan. Cameron not Jordan. Jordan Cameron. This is an episode of the but, league. Yep, it is. <laughs> um, so it's uh, <laughs> Jordan Cameron. Yeah. Cameron, Cameron Jordan. Jordan Cameron. Jordan Cameron. Jordan Cameron. Jordan Cameron. So Jordan Cameron is the defensive end. He was in my top three when we looked at our lists of top 10 DNs. Um, he is such an exciting defensive end. He's an exciting rusher. He's a, he's a great uh, run stuffer as well. He's got Didn't a massive retire? engine. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't no Fletcher Cox yet. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, I, you never know, he could be pushed down to fourth if it was for Fletcher Cox being in there. <laughs> um, either way, he played on a dominant defense and he was outstanding and a standout on a dominant defense, which isn't easy to do because there's other guys stealing all your limelight. Um, yep. So he's able to take risks. He's able to win a lot of 50-50 matchups. Um, and I just think that he's going to go and dominate again. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, uh, that's it for the Fal- no, the Saints, the New Orleans Saints, not the New Orleans Saints, the New, New Orleans. Orleans Saints, New, New Orleans. Orleans. You know, one time I was years and years ago, I was at a like a party or something, and someone was like, "Oh yeah, Jay plays football." You know, and this American girl started talking to me. She was like, oh, yeah. Dad, I'm f- I already don't believe the story. No, no, it I was don't a, believe the no, no, this was, it was, was a, it was a feminine this looking guy. This was when I was married and he was, feminine looking she guy was there with one of my friends. It was a, they're now getting married. But she was like, oh, yeah, I'm from New Orleans. And I said, oh, yeah, no, New Orleans are going to be real good this year. They're gonna, rah, rah, rah. She was like, man, you say New Orleans like an American. 
I don't because she goes. Everyone says New Orleans, like you say, it's New Orleans. Yep, almost uh, like it's one that word. Was a shit story. That was a really crap story. I was In expecting so much more. Insight. It was a crap. story. And then you story. found fifty bucks. I found I found twenty dollars today. See, there you go. The story's solved. I found, story saved. I found twenty dollars today <laughs> walking into the job. But it could be one of the tradesmen. I didn't care. It's fucking twenty bucks in the game. It's mine now, bitch. I'd be excited if I found twenty bucks in my wallet. Yeah, I went straight instead of the food coupons. Bought twenty bucks worth of Maccas, had one chip, and threw the rest out. Just had a spite. All right, let's get to the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. Uh, they added James Carpenter, the guard, D-tackle Alan Bailey, tight end Luke Stocker, D-end Adrian Claiborne. They lost cornerback Robert Alford, running back Tevin Coleman, D-end Bruce Irvin, cornerback Justin Bethel, outside linebacker Brooks Reed, and D-tackle Terrell McLean in the first round, they took Chris Lindstrom, the guard at 14, who played really well in the Hall of Fame game. And then they traded back in to get Caleb McGarry, the O-tackle out of Washington with a 31st pick. They then took Kendall Sheffield, the cornerback in the fourth round, and John Kaminsky, the D-end in the fourth round as well. They rounded out with a few other guys. Uh, Jules, what's the big addition subtraction? What do you think? I think the two big additions is shoring up their O-line. Mm-hmm. Using the first two picks to get a tackle and a guard. Yep. Also picking up Carpenter because um, they really struggled last year. Yep. On the, once guys got injured, they were, yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. O-line still doesn't matter. But if it did, these would be important guys to add <laughs> to your team. In, in like, make-believe land where they're important, this, would, right. this would be great moves. That's right. Yeah. Now, obviously, the, a big loss for them is Telvin Coleman. Yep. He was their great change of pass receiving back. He's awesome. He is awesome. And a list, so it means there's going to be a lot of pressure on Devonta Freeman's shoulders. Yep. So I think adding all these linemen to give him extra yards, give him extra yards, will give him... But also, it'll open up the passing game. We've got Ridley coming into his second year. He's going to be a gun, I reckon, easily over a 1,000-yard season. And obviously, Julio. Very good. Julio, you've got a little, little figure in there. Julio. And you obviously like him because you have the same first name. Yeah, he was named after me. Julio Ice I thought Train that Corbett. was the case. Yeah. Mm. It's because we're both... I thought he was named after his father, which also could players. be true. <laughs> it's getting dangerous. It's so uh, dangerous. What do you like? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess, I guess what I really like is overall the offense. They've got two gun receivers. They've got a gun running back. They've shored up their O-line. They've got a top three quarterback... Yep. As will be when born out start? this year. Austin Hooper, the tight end's good. Like he got better as well enough, throughout last but year. He's, he's good. He's fine. He doesn't demand anything. He's happy to just get what he gets because that's he's not a superstar. Yeah, he's happy to be yeah. the, the third or fourth receiver Option. on the team. He's abo- he an above average be. tight end. Like also Edo Smith, who's now the backup running back. He's yeah, he, we'll see. He had a lot of good snaps last year. In, when he's vultured a lot of Tevin Coleman's touchdowns. Yeah, last I, year. I think they're they're backing that. He's going to be an adequate replacement for Tevin Coleman. Now, I don't think you'll get as much. No, as you don't no, want you don't want Freeman to get hurt. No, because Tevin Coleman was good when Freeman was hurt. But oh yeah, I don't think Edo Smith could carry the load. Yeah, but, but as a compliment, you had Coleman and Smith. That's you, yeah, that's you what I mean. Relying yeah. on one of them. No, so that's what I mean. You don't want that. You know, if Freeman gets Freeman's the key. Here. I think yeah, but also I think they're going to be relying a lot more on their passing game this year with O'Lyman to give Matty Ice train. Oh, Matty Ice, Julian Ice train. 
Both You're just the same person. You are a Falcons fan. You can't yeah. even deny it anymore. I actually have a Falcons jumper. You have every team in the world. Oh, no, no, an actual like hooded jumper because my old man went to the States years ago and thought that I went for the Falcons. Yeah, I have a Colts cap somewhere. That's the same thing. He's like, here. And I was like, cool. Did you, Doesn't your brother go for the Falcons? Oh, maybe. Maybe it was actually his. Think, Believe me, it was too big son. for him. <laughs> yeah, your Does your brother have your a brother's giant a jersey? pot cleaner. <laughs> he might be a little bit skinnier than me. Little bit. He's seriously... He cool. could be sitting... There could have been two of him sitting behind you this whole th- time and I wouldn't know. And that's not a bag at you, Deej. He is minute. You are yeah. a much better human. I was scared that's I was going to trip over and break him. Yeah, I was worried there'd be a gap in the floorboards and you just slip down in between them. He's that potential. There is a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Also, a little bit of a difference in intellect. So. Yeah, he's a lot I def- smarter. I definitely got the width. Definitely smarter than you, 100%. That's all I could say. I got the width. 100%. That's about it. <laughs> all right. What don't you like, Hooli? What I don't like and is last year's defense. Mm-hmm. But what I do like is the possibility of this year's defense. So, it's a double-edged sword. Um, uh, Was that a innuendo? No, no, that's no, a double not at all. Cliche. <laughs> no, that's an in your endo yeah. and my endo. That's right. <laughs> double talk. Is uh, is that a is that a cliche? A double edged sword? No, no. So Dan Quinn is. Why can't I get the word I want to say? When someone goes, "Oh yeah, I'm just going to go give 110 percent and see what happens." That's a cliche. A cliche, yeah. Is double edged sword a cliche? No, it's a classic. Dan Quinn. <laughs> Is now going to be defensive coordinator and head coach. Yeah. He was so. obviously defense coordinator for Seattle mm-hmm. in their Super Bowl Legion of Boom years, which will be interesting to see if he can get that defense up and actually get something out of them. I'm not convinced that he will be able to. I think their defense is poo, with the exception of a couple of key pieces. And we'll, be see, we'll see how their new players that they drafted go. Mm-hmm. But I think that Matty Ice is going to have to be scoring... scoring 30 to 40 points a game for them. Which they, is, they really which are quite a shootout capable team. They're a shootout team. They love getting into head-to-head yes. matchups well, and where it's like 50 to 50. They're set up to play the passing game. Bloody earth they yes, are. They they're are. not set they, to stop they're going to have to do. That's right. Yeah, 100%. Right. Okay, biggest question mark. I was leading into that with the defense. Yep. Is can I don't love the idea of the head coach also being the DC. Mm. I think it takes his... I don't know what you're laughing at, do you? Takes his attention off what he's doing. Burning status things covering your face. I've known. <laughs> I've known all show. That's the greatest. I have Sorry, that's why I was giggling because I didn't notice until someone pointed it out. I thought it wasn't. Um, yeah, because you're little. Just be little like normal people. Can, hang on. The, the, actual, the actual sticker is like nearly on the roof. So can Dan Quinn. <laughs> uh, Split his attention from head coaching and defensive coordinating. Um, this is off the dark rails. <laughs> off the <laughs> rails. Let's just come on the camera. Man, we have a fair delay. Um, okay, can he do it? Can he do it all? Can he do it all? And I, I hope he can. But otherwise, they're just going to have to win shootout. They're um, over under is eight games. For the year, I'll mm. buy the book. I'll take over Ooh, for that. That's tough. I, they won seven last year. I, I reckon it's a hundred percent and over. I'd go on yeah. over for that. Definitely, that's going to happen. Are you going to have them as a playoff team? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I, I, I think I think there might be three teams from this division. Oh, there'll be two, okay. but yeah, the Saints yeah. and these guys. 
Cool. You really think that your Panthers are going to make it? Well, let's get into it. Great. Segway. So, oh, no, we haven't finished yet. No, offensive no, no. MVPs. Oh, never mind. Sorry, I have to check down here at the bottom of the desk. What have I got for offensive? Oh, my offensive MVP is Julio Jones. Fair. Can't go past him. He's a superstar. He's the best receiver in the league. And I think that'll be borne out with his third best overall quarterback. Cool. Uh, and defensive MVP? Brady Gap. Jarrett. Brady Jarrett? Brady Jarrett. Oh, I think it's Grady Jarrett. Grady Brady Jarrett. That's all the same. Brady Jarrett. He is. He can really turn it on when he has to. Yep. And um, That Super Bowl you mentioned, he dominated that Super Bowl. Absolutely. Until the second half. Yeah. Oh, no, he still played well in the second half. He was just the only one that played well no, in the second did. half. No, he did. He played really well in the second half. But, yeah. Um, the Patriots are awesome, and that's why they're my <laughs> team. Do you, are, are you a Patriots fan? Yeah. I thought you were a Falcons fan. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Oh, it makes well, so much sense now. Why I'm you're a such Burnley a douche? Brewing fan first and foremost. Well, we all are Burnley Brewing fans first. Yeah, all. It's true. It's a bit. I'm a bit disappointed with Trainer not being here to get us more beers. He was sick uh, this week. No, you know what? It's not good enough. <sighs> He'll be here next week. I know what he's doing. He's not sick. He's getting on. <laughs> That's what he's doing. He's got that. He's got that sweet new girlfriend. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is so great. This is all when what's fresh and new and sex is awesome. Mm. Oh, they keep saying yes. Call Woo. me in twelve years, punk. Oral is always on the table. Oh yeah, early. Yeah, that got graphic quick. No, it's completely fair comment though. Completely fair. It's like suck you in before you can. Before you know until you two have kids. No, I don't really like doing that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> all right. Shall we move on? Yep. Uh, let's move on to the Carolina <laughs> Panthers, uh, who I've been watching all or nothing of. I have to admit, Cam Newton isn't as douchey as I thought he was. Now, he's he's still a douche, don't get me wrong, but not as bad as I thought. He's actually quite a, like, on the field, he's actually quite a cool character. I don't mind he's him at all. He's a douche. Yeah, he's a douche. Like I said, my uh, Amazon Prime... 30 day trial ended five months ended ago. five months ago <laughs> I couldn't remember my login for the for one I had and I'm like oh shit like what do I do so I just created a new account because I couldn't remember it <laughs> yeah anyway cool story, oh I could do a different email I am loaded with great stories tonight yeah you could just you could just do a new account it doesn't matter oh sick uh, and then yeah sign up for the or we days could again. use the vault account yeah you can use mine that's fine I only got it for all or nothing. It's 30 days. I've already watched it. So, oh, so, yeah, so you didn't pay for yours who did the No, trial. you have to put your account and everything. Yeah. And if, if I don't cancel it within 30 days, it'll definitely charge me. And knowing me, I'll get charged for a few months. Yeah. <laughs> it'll definitely hit my bank account. Well, you don't have money. to call someone to cancel. I always hate that. Calling well, Fox while you're or on Amazon, get on to uh, Jack Ryan. It's a TV series. It's Is that with John Krasinski? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awesome. From The Office. Yes. Jim. Jim. Yeah, Jim from The Office. Jimbo. He's Jim. a badass. Is he? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm not getting rid of it. I'm going to watch that. You should. Cool. All right, have you got Amazon Prime? Yes. And you haven't watched All or Nothing yet? No. Do you, you pay for it? I've got 35 children. That's true. That's true. I've got ABC Kids, Stan Kids, Netflix Kids, all the kids. I don't get to watch anything. And then... That's why you do so much woodwork and meat smoking. Do you want me to That's just right. leave like a spare key out and you can just come to the studio anytime you want and just... Get to fucking work and put building the wall, helping me finish things. <laughs> and you can watch as much TV as you want. No, no, I'm. Hey, I'm all well and good to have a gag, but no one's taking my shelf job. Look, <laughs> I really want it to fall out. That that would go viral for sure. All right, the Carolina Panthers. 
All that viral. <laughs> they added centre Matt Paredes, Bruce Irving, the D-end, Gerald McCoy, the D-tackle, Trey Boston, the safety, and Chris Hogan, the wide receiver. They lost long-time linebacker Thomas Davis, long-time centre Ryan Khalil, his brother, terrible left tackle and former third overall pick for the Vikings, Matt Khalil, linebacker David Mayo, and tackle Marshall Newhouse. They drafted Brian Burns, a linebacker out of Florida State in the first round, took Greg Little, the tackle, out of Ole Miss in the second round, which I thought was a pretty good pick. And in the third round, they took Will Greer, the quarterback out of West Virginia. Um, who, again, I don't mind. don't mind him at all. He's... Yep. Got to hope you can sit behind Cam. Um, it's a solid backup. Uh, the big losses there. Oh, I've lost it now. The, oh, where's it going? Ironically. Uh, the, the big losses for me, obviously Thomas Davis and Ryan Cleal from a leadership point of view. I don't know if they're play. Thomas Davis is still a good player, but I think Kukli and Shaq Thompson are, are probably able to make that happen. I was say, yeah, definitely. Um, I love the Matt Paredes in the center. He was a... Great center at Denver. He's coming off an injury, so I have to see how that works. I mean, great replacement. Yeah. That's um, massive. And Gerald McCoy, I think that's a that's a no-brainer. Put him next to Kyle and Short. Uh, and then Chris Hogan, yeah, whatever. And Bruce Irvin, Trey Boston. They're, they're just dudes. They're just replacements for other guys they lost. They're not going to be... Well, Chris Hogan had winners. a pretty good year last year as well. Incorrect. He was disgraceful. I thought he had a good year. No. Nah. Uh, Mr. Homer from Patriots. How did Chris Hogan go last year? Yeah, he's... He fell off. Oh, he was okay. rubbish. Yeah. Well, I guess I only watched the first two games of the Patriots and never watched them again. We lost those first two games, I'm pretty sure. I yeah, it was great. I was so excited. I was so happy to watch that. It was suck. amazing. And then they didn't suck. They won the Super Bowl. But I didn't even watch them in the Super Bowl. I did. Yes, you did. No, I, was, watched I, them with, I watched them with Ben Graham. <laughs> I was with you. <laughs> Supposedly. <laughs> I don't remember that. All right. I have voicemail to prove it. Oh, that's probably fair. Uh, actually, you know what? You know who's got voicemail that day? This guy. You called me collectively about 32 times. Uh, Jay, are you coming to my house? I'm like, it's midnight, Dej. I'm not coming to your house. Oh, come on, you pussy. <laughs> that's exactly how I sounded, too. I saved them all. Without the slur. <laughs> <laughs> when you were five foot four core, but they aren't kids, they're fellow elves. <laughs> Go on, Shorty. Regan, okay. I haven't been five foot four since I was nine years old. Born. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how long we can have that. I can't deal with awkward silences. I just oh, can't. I live for awkward silences. Okay, let's get to what I like. And what I like is the revamped offensive line and combine that with CMC, Christian McCaffrey. I think it's an absolute recipe for success running the ball. CMC is one of the best young running backs in the NFL. Like him a lot. Um, You put him, you've added, obviously I mentioned Matt Perez. You've got Trey Turner, who's a really, really good guard, really solid guard. Um, their tackles, Darrell Williams, they bought back, they re-signed him, which was super important. Um, he's coming off a leg injury. When he, when he was healthy, he was a second-team All-Pro the last time he played a full season, did his knee, missed most of last year. So they get him back on a one-year deal, so he's going to prove it. Um, Moten, the other left tackle, he's solid. He's not great. I think he's an upgrade from Matt Khalil, which is saying something. And then Little, who they took in the first round, and sorry, in the second round, who was a first-round talent, in my opinion, he can then, if you need him, he can play left guard or if Moten struggles at left tackle, he could potentially fill that role or move things around. If someone gets hurt again, they've got some depth there as well. So I like that about them. Um, what I don't like about them, they are relying on 
a very young receiver group to be successful. So DJ Moore was a rookie from last year. First round pick. Showed a lot of talent in his first year. Curtis Samuel, again, more of a gadgety sort of athletic receiver. And then Jarius Wright, Torrey Smith, and Chris Hogan are kind of your older guys. There's nothing there that makes me go, okay, awesome. The only hope you've got is that DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel really take a big leap to have, be, to have like a, that number one receiver. DJ when they lost Kelvin Benjamin and yeah. Funches. Well, he went to left tackle, Kelvin Benjamin. So first, then he was... Because he had out a few cheeseburgers, too yeah. many. Yeah, um, but both of those two receivers were really exciting to watch when they were up and about. And they're both gone now. So there's no one really that's that exciting top-tier receiver. More. DJ Moore might. But that's what worries um, me. You're relying on a guy to have a big jump. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm saying that though. He was he played really well last year, he and did. they were actually they came out and actually said that they're starting to actually make plays for him because of his talent. Yeah, and um, so he might have a huge leap this year. I'm hoping. Hayden Ellis um, just mentioned Greg Olson at the tight end. He's older than me. Yeah, he's he's old and he's coming off two broken feet. Like, so he they, he's got they're gonna melt him from the cryo chamber the yeah. day before the first game. He he broke his foot two years in a row. Like he's not. I'm not. Con- I said, this is what I don't like. I'm not confident in anything in their receiving group. I'm, no. I'm really not. Um, my biggest question: Cam Newton's durability if they run the ball with him, right? But the issue is, I think for the offense to be super successful and them to to compete for a Super Bowl, they need Cam Newton to be running the ball because that's what's Absolutely. so great about him. Yeah, that's and, the most intimidating part about him. He's yeah. six foot five, weighs or whatever it is, and weighs like forty hundred and ten kilos. He's a freak. He's and a he, freak he can't athlete. Get him down. He's amazing. So when he's up and going, that's what he's so great with. He moves and then everyone reacts to him, and then he is able to make great throws off that threat of running with the ball. If he can't do that and they change their offense to allow for that, he's not an in the pocket, you know, gonna sling it downfield and make accurate passes all day. He um, takes a lot of shots. He takes a lot of chances. Yeah, and he's inaccurate. That's that's his biggest downfall. Now when he's moving and can either run the ball or dump it off to a guy who's wide open because wait, someone's he broken actually, up. Yeah, he, run, he makes plays extend, typically. Yes. He and extends the play to a point where receivers then can make smart decisions around getting free. And turn, big, turn short gains into big plays with, yard after, with, with yards after catch. Yeah, that, the year that he was MVP, out. he did that every game yep. and it was awesome to watch. And his accuracy wasn't good that year. He was only about 65%, which isn't great in terms of NFL average. It's okay. But he like, rushed how many touchdowns that year? Yeah, he was, was outstanding. That's what I mean. For him to be that guy, then his durability becomes a big question. I don't think he's durable enough to do that and get hit all the time. And I don't think he's smart enough to know when to get down and not, not take hits. Because he's well, shown that, that he isn't. Has he come back for the past three years? Hasn't every offseason he's had shoulder surgery? Uh, last two up, years after in a row. year after his Super Bowl. They were 6-2 and two last year and then he fell apart. Because yep. he was getting hit too much, and then they yep. only won one game for the rest of the year. So, yeah. and this is what I've just what I'm just watching in all or nothing. You're seeing it firsthand. He was injured, like, and he tried, but that's the problem. You can't play injured in this league. You can't do it. You have to be at your best now to play in this in this league. There's no half assing it anymore. You can't oh, do and, it. But especially him, he relies on his physical abilities to be good at quarterback. Yep. Aaron Rodgers can cover it up a little bit. Yep. and hop around on one leg. But he's but another he's one got the arm well. talent. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is another bloke that actually rushes on a third down so many times. Yeah, and but so he does. does he, so does Russell Wilson. He all those extends mobile, plays. He extends plays, and that's what they need to be as a quarterback. It's like you know, Eli Manning had probably a good year, and he is the like his brother. They sit in a pocket. They don't know how to run. Yeah. Um, and there's, that's just not in the league anymore. 
There's no, no room. Quarterbacks have to be able quarterbacks to move. sitting or in the pocket in the You league. have to be Breeze, Brady, Rogers, Mahomes, even Mahomes. Like he's got a he's got amazing arm talent, but he can move. He can still. run. He can make plays. And this thing, it's just it's the way the NFL is now. You're not, and that's my concern. If if they're trying to put him in cotton wool and go, oh, don't run the ball, don't take hits. That's his thing. He runs the ball. He breaks tackles. He he's like trying to tackle an offensive lineman when he gets going. That runs like a running yeah. back. And like, then when obviously that's his strength. yeah, and then obviously the secondary or the middle linebackers come up to stop him from running, and then he dumps it over the head. Yeah, and that's where his strength is. And hopefully they can unleash him a little bit, or maybe that his actual conditioning is more this year, um, so his body can. And I don't take know. I, and that, that's my question. Because if he gets hurt, I I know what happens if he gets hurt. That's the bottom line. I, yeah. I, I know how it goes. So Whether it's Will Greer. No, it's a statement. question. The question is, will he get hurt? Will they adjust the, the offense? Yes, will. will they adjust the offense so he doesn't get hurt, which then makes him nowhere near as good a player? Or will they take... The, if it was me, I'd take the chance and go, you know what? Run with it. Having him? Play your game, and if your career ends in two years, so be it. You've made 100 million already. Like, you can't... He's just, more of a fashionista than an NFL player. Oh, that's days. the only thing. His outfits fuck me. It's, it's laughable. Him and Odell Beckham, their outfits are a disgrace. Who thinks that looks good? Someone message me if you think it looks good. I want to have a chat with you about your cho- your life choices. Uh, my offensive MVP, I mentioned him earlier, CMC, Christian McCaffrey. I think he's going to be the bell cow in this offense. He's shown the ability to be able to run inside. He's a terrific receiving back. Maybe the best in the NFL with Alvin Kamara. Um, I just think they use him exceptionally well. If they do that again this year, he's going to put up massive numbers. He's going to be a fantasy darling, and he's going to be the, the most productive player on that offense. Yep, my absolutely. Yep. Defensive MVP, not a hard one to pick in my mind. It's Luke Kuechly. I just oh, think isn't he awesome? Unless he gets concussion issues again, which he didn't have last year, which was good. So I'm backing him in. If he plays a full season, he's not only the the defensive MVP of the team, but he probably pushes defensive MVP for the league, which he does every year. He plays a full season, so yep. absolutely quality football player. And I I hope he plays 16 games this year and. Hope maybe for him some playoffs. I think if he gets sixteen games, he's probably going to play some playoffs. Yep, so. that makes sense. He's awesome. Yeah, got. I said one of my favorite players ever since he got drafted. They were everyone wanted them to take Dontari Poe, and they went away from a workout warrior and took a guy that was a hard nosed, hard working linebacker that wasn't as highly flouted as DJ would say. Definitely um, highly flouted. Yeah, and he turned out to be an absolute great pick. So. Pretty rap for them, and I think he's an absolute, absolute star football player. So, uh, and that's it. That's the Carolina Panthers, and that is the NFC South. I don't know why I said it like that. I feel like yeah, a I don't douche. know either. I'm just trying to bring out the mood, you know. You? Jules looks like he's about to fall asleep. Well, it's because I have to sit on the floor. Well, be shorter. Aren't you like yeah. a hippie, dude? Sitting on the floor is your thing. No. I oh, have okay. Tendencies. But I'm hippie too tall tendencies. To uh, also, Hayden Ellis said the change from the 4 3 to the 3 4 will be strange too. Maybe sending Luke more on blitzes, I believe he means. Look, the, they've got some good personnel. There's always some trouble. There's also some teething issues when you change. Trouble. Yeah, there's always some. Uh, damn, where is it? There's always some. Trouble. When you change personnel over like that. But I think they've got the, they've got the cattle to make it happen. I think they'll be fine. Brian Burns will be a big part of that, the outside linebacker. So. It was interesting the actual drop off a cliff the year after their Super Bowl. Oh. So that wasn't interesting to me because I never thought they were that good their Super Bowl year. I think they won a lot of games, but I didn't think they were that good a team. They got lucky a lot and it bit them in the butt when it came to the Super Bowl against the Denver Broncos, believe it or not. Von Miller Miller (laughs) destroyed them. The Denver Broncos. Oh, Marge. You just don't know anything about football. Atlanta Falcons. 
Is that from The Simpsons as well? Yeah. Hello, hello. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, next week, we will do, obviously, the news. There'll be a bit of preseason stuff to talk about, and it will be the AFC South Jewels. So that's... Uh, can you read that? That's Texans, Texans, Titans, Jaguars, and Colts. Correct. Who do you want to do? Uh, Choose wisely. I want to do the Jags. You want, you want to do the Jags? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You bastard. Okay. Who do you want? Daryl? I don't know anymore. Mm. I have the Colts. You have the Colts, and I'll have Texans and Titans. Yippee! <laughs> <laughs> it's like a fight. I was going to say, at least I've got plenty of cap to work with, man. <laughs> That's true. And the Titans <laughs> just, just full of excitement, the Titans. <laughs> I could talk Derrick Henry's. That'll be fun. All right, that so that's us next week. Um, thanks to everyone for tuning in tonight. Thank you to Burnley Brewing. Cheers, guys. We very much appreciate the beer. It's absolutely delicious. Trent wasn't here to get me too many tonight, so... I don't like where I'm at right now. I think I have to get, <laughs> get stuck into it once we finish. Um, you can find them at 648 Bridge Road, Richmond in Melbourne. So if you're ever down or if you live in the area, head in there, have a beer, have a feed. You will not regret it. Uh, said probably some exciting news coming in the next week or so. Probably next week we'll announce it. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. And uh, US Sports Cards Australia, go there, join their group. There is some gear coming. We've got a giveaway. Um I think I'm, yeah, I can announce, we're giving away a signed, one of those signed memorabilia helmets. Mm. So they're worth, you know, a few hundred bucks. So that'll be something, but what how, how it'll work is we'll be doing a code from week one of this NFL season. We'll be doing a code in every game, in every show for 16 weeks. And you've got to record every single code word we give you over the 16 weeks or 17 weeks and then hand in at the end that you've got all the codes right and then you go in the draw to win it. So This is another one of those jibs where me and DJ are not allowed to enter. You can enter. <laughs> you won't win, but you can enter. No. Uh, I hey, socks. I can't enter either. Yeah, but I you don't, don't care about so. you. Everyone should care about me a little bit more. If everyone cared you about me a little bit more. You get to have the Vault more. Studio in your house. You get to play with this whenever you want. We aren't allowed to visit. That's you exactly right. Perks. You know what? I often visit when you're not home, but you know we that's true. And it's, that. it's a killer with the ladies. This this studio. Oh, it is just banging on the door. Like we've got <laughs> like who doesn't want to come visit your dungeon? Microphones, <laughs> so that they can't hear all the external noise. Hey, calm down, ladies. I'll be out there in a minute. <laughs> Uh, okay, now make sure you get on to all our social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. The videos go up on YouTube. Uh, I'm still working it out a bit, but they're, they're going up at least. <laughs> YouTube's good job, buddy. I'm learning, okay? I'm learning. Um, but that's all good. I'm going to start cutting some videos soon, which will be real exciting. I know. I know, I know, Perks are having a studio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get on and... All uh, the bitches are like, woo! Like, follow, subscribe, rate... Hit the little bell. Um, retweet. I haven't even liked it. I don't know how to. What are you doing on Instagram? What's I don't know. Like? Love? Do you love on Instagram? I don't actually know how to post You're on Instagram photos full. on it. What? Yeah. Is it love or like? It's like. You like on Instagram. But okay. it's a heart symbol. Yeah. Yeah. But now they're making it so you can't see how many likes you got, which is good for some people. It's not good yeah, for It's good the, for me because none is the same as none. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Guys, thanks again. DJ John Stone. T for uh, terrific and E for excellent. You idiot. Now, you, you're you in next week, aren't you? You go away the week after. That's right. Yep. Yeah, cool. So, Jules will be away for three episodes? Two shows. Two shows. DJ well, is away for one show in that time. Yep. So, as it doesn't know this yet, but the great man Garraway is coming in for that show where you're both away. He doesn't know yet, he but it'll be no great. I'll, I'll work with him that week. We might start a little bit later. He's got a little baby, so, you know. 
Uh, mine are a bit older now. I just throw them in bed and leave them and let them cry. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's got to deal with it. So he might come around a little bit later. And we'll do that. Or we might even do it on a Wednesday night. But we're ramping up to the season start. Preseason games. Julian Julio Ice Train Corbett. Darren Johnson, thanks for being here. And thanks everyone for tuning in, commenting, sharing, liking, doing all that sort of stuff. We appreciate it. I appreciate both you boys. I love you both very much. Thank you for your contributions to this show. And I look forward to talking to you once I hit end video. See you oh. next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday, boys. For one more, I got 69 touchdowns. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Only you know what I mean, baby. Jairus Bayard. Jairus Bayard. <laughs> First play you called out right today, Fafa. Ooh, wee. Ice up, son. Ice up. I'm just about that action, boss. That's what she said. That's what she said! That's what she said. You play to win the game. I like waking up to the smell of bacon. Sue me. Jason Quentin! My name's Green Dragon. I rolled a 15. I test you with my broadsword. I want restitution! Giggity, giggity, giggity. Child please is a nice way of telling someone, you know, fuck you. Cool, 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 no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. What a fucking option, baby.